We all muted. <laughs> I want to make sure it wasn't me this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, I had to join you in the technical difficulties because they don't know last week. You are the reason that our whole show is just jacked up from the start. See, you're not even supposed to tell all that because for the new viewers that's watching right now, they're not even supposed to know all that. You're supposed to know better than that, said. All right. Well, okay. Well, let's start over. <clears throat> And we're live. It's episode five of the Everybody Mad Live podcast. Today is October 15th. <laughs> we're 19 days away from election day season ending. Yeah, it's almost. And this is the uh, virtually amazing homecoming edition 2020 of the Everybody Mad Live podcast. My name is Sarah Lover. How you doing? Hey, what's happening, everybody? I'm Kenya Kabeen, and it is officially homecoming for Savannah State University virtual homecoming this year of course because we are in a pandemic we have to be able to switch things up and uh do homecoming virtually this year we're doing a bunch of events that's reminiscent to the whole essence of savannah state university and homecoming while raising awareness and giving back to the savannah state university foundation that's what it's all about is raising funds for the oldest historically black college university in the state of georgia Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. 1890 was when Savannah State was established. See, I didn't have the pleasure of going to an HBCU. I went to, well, I went to a black, kind of black school, uh, USC and Columbia. We was kind of black. It was about 5,000 of us there. Uh, So so we was pretty black, not really an HBCU technically, but uh, we was on the yard, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, so do you think that you missed out on the experience? Because I mean, like, I'm sure that you all gravitated towards one another because it wasn't HBCU. And it's kind of like we created our own HBCU within because it's nothing like having people who look familiar to you, making you Mm -hmm. feel comfortable in an environment that you ain't really used to. So, yeah, um, I definitely uh, don't feel like I missed missed much, but I do miss that like marching band and 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 the Greek life at, at HBCUs and all that stuff. I would have loved to have been been able to experience that. So uh, definitely kudos to uh, y'all for uh, this homecoming weekend that we're celebrating. Yeah, there's nothing better, I got to say, said than attending an HBCU. It's like it's just a sense of camaraderie and a sense yeah. of family. That's like the main thing. Like everybody is like your, your cousin there, you know, at Savannah yeah. State. So that's pretty much, you know, been my experience at Savannah State. But we have an amazing show lined up for you all today. We have amazing guests that are alumni of Savannah State University. Yeah. We also have Anthony David. Grammy-nominated yeah. and NAACP singer. He's going to be joining us tonight to talk about what he has going on with Savannah State this weekend. And right now, we're about to introduce to you a jazz musician who we just got through checking out his music prior to the show. Yeah. And uh, he's doing big things in the industry. And on top of that, he has a child right now attending Savannah State University. Let's give it up for the homie, Emmanuel Tedford. What's up, brother? Emil, you done added some extra uh, uh, syllables to it. <laughs> my bad, my apologies. And look, you and, and you came casket sharp tonight too. Okay, it's it's the image, man. Image is everything. Okay, yeah. I, it, it sure is. You casket sharp. I just want to. Yes, sir. I want to bury you. I just want to bury you, boy. You fly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, let me make a project. He got a new project. Let him sell some CDs first. Okay, exactly. Let me do a book tour once the pandemic is over. Right, 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 right. So, um, the reason we brought you onto the show because uh, a you you've been connected to the show probably longer than you know, and uh, longer than a lot of people know. But uh, since we've been doing the show, your music has introduced our show uh, into the uh, era. So we use your music to uh, to uh, kind of get people in the mood for everybody mad. So uh, you have a wow, new CD. Okay. 
uh, we used two of your songs uh, on the uh, track that we heard. Um, I think one of them was Happy and one of them was on Unstoppable. You got right. an album Happy coming out album. sometime soon before the end of the year, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm excited about it, man. And uh, it, was a, it was a great journey doing this project. Um, it started with uh, me and my brother. I have a brother uh, that's a year older than me. And uh, we st actually started this project probably about 10 years ago. And uh, about maybe seven years ago, between six and seven years ago, he passed away. He was a saxophonist. And uh, I mean, just incredible guy, you know, and when he passed away, it's like I just said, you know what? Well, I'm not feeling it. And I just kind of just put it on the shelf. But within the last body last year and a half, uh, almost two years, I decided, you know what, let me just go ahead and finish this project, put it out. It's some great music. I'm dedicating this whole CD in his honor. You know, his name was Ralph Tetford. And uh, so it's, it's a really, really nice CD. And I'm excited about it. You know, and of course, you know, Sid's been kind of working with me uh, as it relates to my media and social and all of that stuff, you know. But it's, it's a great, great project. And uh, the title uh, uh, song that I have on the project is called Incredible Girl. And it's pretty much talking about incredible women that does incredible things. This pandemic was really, really hard on uh, society. Everything's shutting down. And I started thinking about all those incredible women that had to go home, take care of their families and all yeah. of the hard paths that they had to go through because it was quite, quite pressing on families. And uh, so this song is it's, it's one of those upbeat, uplifting songs that's really, really uh, expressing how wonderful women are today. You know, we got a lot of songs that's out there that's calling them all kind of names, but I wanted to introduce a new name, which is it's called Incredible. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. That's awesome. And we're actually watching a little bit of the video right now. You had some excellent uh, production value on your video that was produced. So people can be able to hear that video. They can go to uh, YouTube and stream the video. And this is what I want to remind people uh, too, because uh, we talk about it from our podcast. Um, like yeah. so, uh, sometimes the easiest thing you can do is just hop on YouTube and listen to it. That's that one stream helps out. Listen to it on yeah. Spotify. That one Spotify stream helps out. We need to do more to help out our community. And since your connection to SSU is through your daughter, right? Absolutely. Yeah, actually. And, and I heard you in the, in the intro. She actually she graduated in 2014 and uh, she graduated yep. Magnum Cum Laude. And uh, she has a biology yeah. degree, and uh, I am so proud of her. Actually, both of my daughters, but she graduated from uh, Savannah State University. I remember her being down there and going through the different little challenges, but she graduated with a biology degree. Uh, she actually pledged Sigma, Sigma Gamma Rho. Okay. And uh, I think she told me she was the, uh, for about two semesters, she was a president right nice. before she graduated. So nice. uh, she enjoyed it, had a great time. I think she did work with the uh, STEM program. They yeah. all went to uh, India. And uh, but it was, it was cool. she had a great time there, man. She loves Savannah State University. I didn't think she was going to come home at first. <laughs> she ended up coming home. So. That's how they get Antoinette you in Savannah. Tedford. Absolutely. Antoinette Tedford. Yes. Okay. Okay, so she, she really, really enjoyed it. Have a great time. Awesome, awesome, Mr. Awesome, Tepper. Awesome. You know well, definitely, uh, we want to shout out. I'm sorry, go ahead, Seth. Uh, no, I want to uh, just go ahead and shout out uh, Antoinette Tepper, and, and, and uh, we didn't want to keep you all day, uh, Tepper, but we wanted to appreciate you because your music helps out our show, so we definitely appreciate uh, what you're doing. And, and Absolutely, your man, please. You got the talent, man. Yes, you do. You're real YouTube. nice. Yes, go to Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, 
uh, uh, iTunes, wherever, and you can get it. It's called Incredible Girl. That's the okay. single that's out right now. Incredible nice. Girl. Because there's a lot of incredible girls out there that's doing incredible Amen. things. Dope, dope. Some positivity to start. Right, the Absolutely. All right, Mr. Teffer, thank you so much for your time, and we'll be talking to All you right. soon, okay? All right. That was real nice right there, Seb. Well, we got a lot of stuff that lined up besides Mr. Teffer, which who is an amazing artist. We have some great guests lined up, some more great guests lined up. So we want to uh, make sure that everyone checks us out. Thanks for rocking with us. You can leave your comments. Let us know what's up. And also, said, did I send you that donation link? Uh, yeah, food? actually, what we've done uh, with the donation link, if you go to solo2 uh, solo slash everybody mad, is mm -hmm. actually the first link. Click on that first link, and that takes you directly to the foundation for uh, SSFU. So we're trying to uh, participate in that and obviously give back to the foundation. So that's an easy way they can do that, too. And I know since it's homecoming, man, a lot of people want to get up and get in on, on the show, and they want to uh, say hello to their homie. So if you go to that link also, you can get yourself on video so you can be a guest and join in on the show as well if you want to give your own ssu shout out to your homies that we're starting uh out but we got a, a green room full of folks uh already man already ready to go so you want to get off with the show yes sir man we're going to go ahead and jump everything off and talk about some hot topics before we bring on today's guest well early voting went down this past monday in georgia it all jumped off and despite officials knowing that people would come out in record numbers stuff just wasn't together y'all glitches in the polling computer slowed things down but that didn't discourage a lot of the voters out there people waited in line as long as seven hours in certain places reportedly 10 hours in in other places in georgia too was like the longest time that people waited because the reality is that people are just ready for change and they're voting like their lives depend on it now nationally more than 10.6 million voters across the u.s have cast their ballots in the november election as of tuesday morning now Speaking of voting, I definitely want to talk about this right here. Ice Cube is coming under fire right now for advising Trump. This is a crazy story right here. Now, in past shows, we've talked about this. We've told you how vocal Ice Cube was about Biden and Trump needing to create a plan for Black America. Well, unfortunately, Ice Cube didn't realize that Biden already had outlined a plan in advance to the black community on his website. Now, keep in mind, Trump never had any design for us, but when he heard about Ice Cube's perspective, him built what he called the platinum plan, promising economic wealth for black folks. So yeah, it was Ice Cube's idea, but can we really trust Trump? A man who refused to condemn white supremacists. He's also known for lying all the time. People accused Ice Cube of crossing over to the dark side, and he actually tweeted yesterday, every side is the dark side for us here in America. They're all the same until something changes for us. They all lie. They all cheat. He's talking about the politicians out there. He said, but what we can't afford not to negotiate with, he said, what we can't afford not to negotiate with whoever is in power or our condition and this country will never change. But see, he's talking about that. But then you're bargaining. You're, you're actually like making deals with the devil. And yeah. that's that's just it's, it's unbelievable to me that Mr. Ice Cube, Mr. Pro-Black is actually going to jump on the whole Trump bandwagon like that. Say, what's your thoughts? Well, he tried to clarify it a little bit. And I get the both sides and things like that. But my thing is, like, you can't say both sides. Now, uh, now I'll be the first to admit you. We all know I don't have a love affair with Biden. I'm 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 riding with him. Because I know what it is. So, but it's like 
you're trying to play this both sides, but both sides ain't lying to us about a pandemic. Both yeah. sides ain't in court trying to take away our health care. Both sides ain't trying to uh, take away diversity training in federal jobs. So it's like it, I get that Democrats got their challenges and they do. And they need to work harder. They do. They do. But this is not an equate like, like I'm going to go to whatever side. And then, too, are you fool enough to negotiate with somebody like him? Right. Right. Are you fool enough to negotiate with somebody right. who has you already know he has already shifted people out of wedding contracts. He, wed, uh, uh, people who've done his wedding have not still gotten paid. And he's on his third marriage. <laughs> not have gotten paid people who it, he's told towns i will reimburse you for the extra security that you have he he doesn't pay so so somebody who's 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 known to break contracts why are you entering into negotiations with somebody who's like right that? it's 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 unbelievable to me and ice cube now this is just my opinion he's lost a lot of cool points with me on this right here i don't understand i mean you know biden already had a plan so why would you take the plan to to trump and then just say, okay, everybody vote for Trump. Because that's pretty much what he's doing. And he's using his platform as a as an extremely uh powerful black man in Hollywood to promote Trump. I don't I don't get it. I'm really confused about this whole situation. So it has everybody looking at Ice Cube like he's crazy, but I want to bring on our next guest and ask her about it. She is a Savannah State University graduate. She's a wife, she's a mother, political activist, entrepreneur. First Lady of Grace Christian Church of Columbia, South Carolina, and she's an author. She has a brand new book that's out right now called Now Get Up and Go Be Great. It's available right now on Amazon, everybody. This is my girl, Jennifer Bishop. What's up, love? What's good? What's good, Kenya? What's good, Sid? How you doing? I'm great. I'm happy, healthy, praise God, and, and just, you know, doing what we do. I hear you. Well, you look great down there in Carolina. What do you think about? Let's let's first uh, let's talk about Ice Cube. What's your take on this? Being that you are in the community, you're an activist. What's your thoughts on Ice Cube? Yo, um, as, as you guys were saying before, you brought me in. I think it's crazy that you would believe that you can negotiate with somebody with the propensity of what Trump has. I mean, he has the character. Uh, flaws that we have all seen that we are experiencing uh, as he's the leader of our country. And, you know, I, I just I just I don't know where Cube's thought process was with that. Um, I can understand him trying to figure out which way may be best for him to try to, you know, go and talk to both parties. I completely agree with, you know, going across the aisle. However, I just don't think that you that that was thought through. There is no way possible for what we've seen that you can negotiate or you can have a, a conversation that you would think would better our our community with uh, 45. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Now, as I just mentioned, you are a graduate of Savannah State University. Uh, kind of uh, share with everybody just how Savannah State University has impacted your life. So to be real clear. And real transparent, if it wasn't for Savannah State College, Jennifer McCord Bishop wouldn't be in existence because my parents uh, met and married uh, as alum of, of Savannah State College, their class of 74. And so Jennifer would not be here if they had not met there. Wow. Um, and then I met my husband and we, you know, have gone on and, and done great things. And, you know, Savannah State, I knew in 1990, I went with my mother to uh, homecoming in 1990. Uh, and I knew then it was in ninth grade that this is where I had to go 
to school. Um, and so Savannah State is everything. I, I, I got my, my bachelor's at Savannah State. I got my master's public administration at Savannah State. And I've always told everybody, if you graduated from Savannah State, you always got two degrees. You got whatever your, uh, you majored in, and then you got a grinding and hustling degree because it made you do that. Yeah. Uh, so it prepared you for out here. So, you know, Savannah State is everything. Um, I would rep it until because if it was not for them, I wouldn't be here. No doubt. No doubt. Now, let's talk about speaking of hustle. You have a brand new book that's out right now on Amazon. The name of the book is called Now Get Up and Go Be Great. Jennifer, yeah. when I when I saw this, I was like, I definitely got to get her on the podcast to talk about this right here, because this sounds like a book that everyone needs. Talk about this book right here and what inspired you to write it. So for years, um, for about a year or so, I just, as God would speak to me, I would just write quotes and I'd post them on social media. And so, um, you know, the course of the pandemic, it made you think about everything that you, you know, were doing, weren't doing. I mean, we all had a time to pause. And so I got the gunction and the, and the motivation and um, aligned myself with some very good people to help me uh, compile this into now get up and go be great. And how the title came about was because um, I was having a pity party one day and I was laying on my sofa just like, oh, Lord, what, I mean, you know, what else? And after he heard my pity party, I heard him clearly. I heard him audibly. I heard him say, now get up and go be great. So in spite of and despite everything that you're going through, I want you to put that to the side because that's mine, not yours. And I want you to get up and go be great. That's what I made you to do. That's how I built you. And that's what I need for you to go do. And so that's that's where the title came from. It's like now, in spite of everything, get up and go be great because I gave you the opportunity to continue living. I gave you the opportunity to continue breathing and to be. And that's what um, that's what that's about. I love it. That is, I'm, I'm just like blown away. That's, that's just awesome, Jennifer. That Thanks. is awesome. You know, I'm a former resident of South Carolina as a, a former Gamecock, so I, so I know all about uh, where you are. Y'all right. got a consequential um, race going on, and I know you have some involvement with the uh, uh, Democratic Party, the women yeah. Democrats down yeah. in South Carolina, whatever. There's a consequential race. I just saw a poll. I just got something on my text message that said. Mm -hmm. Um, Lindsey Graham has uh, retaken the lead against uh, Jamie uh, Harrison. How's, how's that going down there? I heard uh, I heard uh, about that poll coming out uh, today. And listen, we're going to be on the grind. We're going to hustle. We're going to make sure that we do what we need to do to get um, him up out of that seat, as he said uh, during the hearings on yesterday. I believe it was that, you know, making reference to the good old days of segregation. We cannot allow someone to remain in the seat who has that temperament who has that type of thought process and thinking it was a good old days. It may have been good old days for him. But I don't know about everybody else. Um, right. but, you know, Jamie Harrison is definitely the man that we need in this season at this time. Um, he has been doing great things. He is doing great things. And I know that when he gets to DC, he will continue to uplift and uphold South Carolina. Um, you know, it's, it's, this is a consequential, there is no, other time that I can think of that we have to get out and we have to make sure that we vote, whether from the, what was happening in South Carolina that can help change the dynamics of what's going on legislature in, in, in DC to obviously the White House. No one can stay home. We have all have to get up and go be great right now because our 
future depends on it and our past has made it so that we have uh we're accountable to them to yeah. to do what we need to do because where we are is not where we can stay bro no yeah. way no possible I'm yep. with you 100% on that, Jennifer. We got Jennifer Bishop live with us right now on the Everybody Mad Live podcast. Leave your comments. Let us know your thoughts on the show. We got more great guests coming up. We got, of course, Grammy-nominated singer Anthony David, who's actually from Savannah. He's going to be on the show, and he's going to join us. But we got some more uh, topics. Uh, Jennifer, can you hang out with us? You got Absolutely. time? Absolutely. Let's do it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay, well, I don't know, Jennifer, if you're a big basketball fan or not, but the Lakers won their big 17 NBA title against the Miami yeah. Heat in Game 6. Everybody was talking about it of the NBA Finals uh, on Sunday. And to commemorate the big win, Snoop Dogg actually got a brand-new tattoo on his arm of Larry O'Brien's championship trophy with the Lakers logo. And he also got Kobe Bryant's initials tatted on his wrist. Uh, Shouts out to the Lakers fan. I'm not really a basketball head, so for me, it really didn't matter who who won the game, but I just really like to see uh, LeBron doing great things and the the Lakers doing great things, too. Uh, Anybody want to comment on that right there? Said, I know you're a basketball head. Jennifer, I don't know about you. Yeah, I do, but it was so weird, man. I I guess just I will say I didn't watch a single single minute of the NBA Finals, and I don't think I can ever say that another year in my life, but I didn't watch any of it, but I am glad that he won. It almost seems very apropos uh because obviously uh kobe died earlier this year like it was almost one of those things it's like you just expected um um, us to be celebrating the lakers at the end of the year at some point just because of what the franchise has gone through and that sort of thing so yeah yeah i think it's good for them i'm not a big fan but i am a fan of the person that is lebron james because i think if we're looking at who we need as far as um uh what if we're gonna i put this ice cube thing back into the conversation a little bit uh, LeBron James is the type of person that we need. Uh, people who understand what their role is and then you operate in it. Like I think uh, in ministry, like I worked in church uh, for, for the last 10 years, but but we tell people to operate in your gift. Mm-hmm. I put you on there for Ice Cube. Ice Cube, you are not a political or a policy writer or anything. So so like, and I think part of what I've been reading, he's trying to walk back a little bit of his, of his comments and things like that or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that like, we all need to do our role and what's best suited for us. We don't yeah. need to be stepping in other people's lanes and trying to do things because that's what you'll see. He did it wrong and he's getting some backlash. He has a great heart and I see what he's trying to do, Ice Cube. But yeah, like, I, yeah, I think he went about this all wrong on that sort of thing. I think he should take the LeBron James approach. If you got right. money, invest in people who have the ideas, invest in resources to bring up people who may not have the resources, but they got the ideas or they got the experience or they got the drive or the passion and things like that. So I think that's where he could have learned a little bit from his brother in LA. Yeah, definitely. Jennifer, your thoughts? Well, I'm not a huge basketball head, um, but I do respect and I, and I, for everything, like I said, I was saying everything we've gone through with 2020 and, and with, you know, the tragic loss of Kobe and then LeBron really stepping up to the mantle and bringing uh, that championship home to LA. I think that was amazing. I think it's well deserved, and and it's just it's just a part of the, of, of a good process of trying to heal. Um, again, back to Ice Cube, you have to stay in your lane. That's why there's lines in the highway. That's why you can stay on your side of the street. And just because you have the revenue, just because you have a, a, a microphone, you know use it for what you you know how to use it for so that you won't um diminish your capacity as, as what we see you as and that, that's important you need to just sometimes you got to be quiet 
and yeah. let other people do, do what they need to do. I agree with you 100% on that, Jennifer. Well, what we're going to do right now is bring on our next guest, who is known nationally and globally as Mr. I'm Possible. He's a dynamic motivational speaker, consultant, and best-selling author that's appeared on shows like Showtime at the Apollo, Family Feud, and Celebrity Name Game. He's also a proud husband, father, and Savannah State University. Hold that intro. I'm sorry, sir? Hold that intro. Okay. Dropped off. Oh, all right. (laughs) Yeah, I don't see him in the queue no more. Oh, hey, oh. live, live oh, well, podcast. Here's Anthony David. So, so, so that yeah. So I'll intro Anthony David. <laughs> <Do that. laughs> live TV, live podcast. Go ahead. Hey, I'm gonna go ahead and intro Anthony David. Uh, let's see. And uh, as you all know, I said it already. He's a Grammy and NAACP nominated singer. He's from Savannah, and he is performing at Savannah State University's first ever virtual homecoming. This is my homie right here. He's such a great dude, Anthony David. What's up, brother? Hey, what's happening, y'all? What's up, man? What you think of the laid back? What's happening, brother? What's good? Y'all looking good. Sorry, but it's a little dark in here. I, I couldn't find the thing to brighten up that light, but you know. It's here all we good. Is. What's hey, happening? Y'all hey, look great. Oh, hey. I like the hair there. Who's the lady? That's Jennifer Bishop. Jennifer Bishop, what's good? What what it is? What it what it is? Nice <laughs> to meet you. Pleasure to meet you, darling. Hey, Anthony, uh-huh. Anthony, Anthony, uh, you are from Savannah, like I just mentioned. Do you have any memories of like hanging out at like Savannah State homecomings or did you have family members that attended Savannah State when you were growing up? Yeah, my sister attended Savannah State. Um, she's downstairs now. We I, There's a couple over here. I'm actually in Savannah right now. Um, yeah. And I did my um, I did my thing uh, over here with, with them, actually. And okay. my nephew actually goes to state right now, Mitchell. Um, he lives on the campus. But yeah, my sister lived across the street from the yard. So like that was my first, uh, you know, college party. I wasn't in college, but I came, you know, used to stay at her crib, watch some hee haw, and then come through. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, y'all remember hee haw? And then, uh, <laughs> and then um, actually, uh, I came when I first started actually. Here's the funny part. When I started liking Savannah, because I grew up here, but I didn't I didn't love it when I was a kid. I really? tried to get out of here. But I realized how awesome it was when I started coming back. And I one of the first times I came back was in the army and we went um to the mall and people told us about the orange crush, which I was so lame and green when I was younger. I didn't know anything about that. And I went to the to the Orange Crush and was like, yo, this is lit. And that, that was it. Now, and all my friends, every time I took somebody to Savannah, they thought it was the most amazing place. And I started loving it too. Isn't that funny That's too? Awesome. Because a lot of people, a lot of people always say that all the time that are from Savannah, that you know, they don't really, they don't really understand its beauty and what a yeah. city it is, you know? It's true. So, so yeah. it's so it's funny that you say that. So, brother, um, I'm, I'm super excited because you're going to be performing for Savannah State's uh, first ever virtual uh, homecoming concert. Have you been doing a lot of virtual concerts during the pandemic? Uh, yeah, about 
Yeah, actually quite a bit when I think about it. I was about to try to count this off the fingers. So yeah, we've done some. I gotta do another one tonight, actually. <laughs> how, how is that for you? Because I mean, we're, we're super excited, right? That, that you're gonna be doing the concert, but right. is it kind of awkward because you can't really feed off the energy of the crowd? Like, how does that work for you? Yeah, I don't I don't really love it. Um, <laughs> this one, I've actually shot my footage for y'all already and I mm -hmm. did it with, with folks in the room, you know? Mm -hmm. With a few folks, uh, a few friends that was around, and yeah, it's a bit better like that. Um, yeah, it's better. You you know, you want some feedback and stuff. So yeah, it's definitely uh, not not my favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I had a good one because I had some folks over here, so it was fun. Nice. And, and you um, uh, so next month you'll start some um, going out into shows uh, in like maybe Texas and places like that that have opened up. I've done a few in South Carolina. I mean, you know, do the social distance thing. And um, I, I'm thinking if I did one in Atlanta, I did. Uh-huh. So I've done a few, you know. I know that you've traveled a lot. I want to know, like, what's your favorite city? I know this is a random ass question, but I just want to know, like, because you travel a lot. I mean, you've, you, yeah. you you go everywhere, bro. So what's one of your favorite cities? One of my favorites, but I haven't been there in years. Uh, I'll never forget it, though. It's Salvador, Bahia, um, in Brazil, mm -hmm. and it's like a super black city where it's it's the blackest. Brazil is the black, the most black people outside of Africa. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and um, Salvador is it's a it's a colonial city. It looks like Savannah in a lot of ways, except for more Portuguese, and it's just beautiful. It's you know it's, it's something. It'll remind you a lot of Savannah because they have their river and all that kind of stuff. But mm -hmm. it's a lot. It's it's. It's the same, but different in many ways. No doubt. That's and dope. I know that you've collaborated with so many different people from algebra to NDRE. Uh, do you have a collaboration that you, you know, just of one artist that you just say, oh man, I got, before, before it's all said and done, I got to collaborate with this artist. Hmm. Hmm. No. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, there's a lot of people That's like real. There's a lot of people I do like, but most of the time my collaborations kind of spring off of um, hanging out with somebody, you know, yeah. like the thing with India, we just always been friends. We were friends before we did any music. She's, you know, she went to SCAD here and everything. So, yeah. uh, it just kind of, you know, it just kind of happens uh, through hanging out most of the time. Yeah. yeah. What up, Ellen Wood? <laughs> Everybody shouting out Anthony David. You could comment, leave Anthony David a comment right now because he's checking us out. Uh, brother, we really appreciate your time. I got so many questions, but I, I know that you're a super busy man, man. But I just really yeah, he had to step away from his family, like his family's in the background. <laughs> yeah, downstairs. But, you know, since I was here for a couple of days, my buddy Will shout him out, Will Edmund. Y'all follow him on IG. Uh, he's like the bomb vegan chef and he's hooking it up right now. So, you know, <laughs> but he's amazing. Yeah. Anthony, we need to talk about that because I'm trying to do this whole vegan diet thing. I've been hitting up some vegan spots here in the A. Hey, um, follow him. You said follow what? Him. Follow him. He got a cookbook and he, and the, and the recipes that he puts on his thing, really amazing. And his food is good. I had actually the guy that um, came and cut my hair today had this uh, vegan, he made like an egg and cheese croissant. That thing uh -huh. tastes like egg and cheese croissant. It ain't really? no yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, go to his page. You'll see people like I'm not a vegan, and I eat it. I eat this food. Like mm. you know, he, made, yeah. he made some biscuits. He made vegan biscuits. Vegan biscuits. Yeah, this guy in the game. It, yeah. Hey, it's it's popular, bro. 
That huh? sounds unfortunate. Yes, yes, it is very important. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Sam is always being a smart ass, but not, I mean, really, he's he, but but vegan food, especially down here in Atlanta, is so good. Slutty vegan life bistro, oh, yeah. um, out for sure. Pinky, yeah, yeah, all these places I've been hitting up, yo, they are the truth, man. But Anthony, again, we really appreciate you, people. You can check out Anthony David performing live Savannah State University's first ever virtual homecoming concert this Saturday at 8 o'clock. Make sure you check him out. Show him some love. Anthony, what's your social media handle, brother? Uh, oh, we got it wrong on the um, little thing. Oh, that is my Facebook thing, ain't it? Oh, okay. hold on. Hold on. Let me change no, it. That's, to- cool. that's good. I think that is right. For- there we go. Ah, boom. That's my idea. All of it right there. Oh, y'all swift over here. We try. We do it, man. I told you, brother. Tell how you do this later. But, um, yeah, that's it right there. Anthony David ATL is Instagram. Anthony David Music on uh, Facebook. Anthony David Sound is the uh, is the website. Word. That's what's, that's what's up. up. I appreciate you, man. It was good to see you the other day too. Man, yeah. it was good to see you. It's definitely yeah. good seeing you, Anthony. <laughs> Definitely, brother. Always, man. Always a pleasure, man. All right, everybody. Again, that was Anthony Davis said. You good over there, man? All this yeah. stuff. Man. And we got a back show. And we got some more guests waiting. Black Star Power is going down right now, man. Leave your yeah. comments. Let us know. I didn't realize what's... how much um kind of talent y'all had up in SSU. Man, Savannah State and Savannah, Georgia is Full of talent, brother. I mean, just amazing people. But it's from that Savannah State University Foundation. And I think Savannah is just something about Savannah. It's just a, a feeling of love, great, positive energy. And it just it, it, it just it, it just it grabs hold of you and it just holds you, you know. So yeah. when people right. when they say, you know, yeah, it, it holds on to you. So that's why sometimes you don't want to leave Savannah. You know what I mean? Because it's just. What the. You said it holds on to you. You don't want to let it go. Bro, you are really feeling yourself right there. <laughs> you are feeling yourself right there. All right, so um, do we have our other guests lined up, man? Yeah, they waiting. They are waiting right here. All right, so we're going to go ahead. Am I going to go to say Because you're the producer, so now I'm kind of thrown off now. So No, I wanted to let, because it's SSU, I wanted you to just lead the show, and I just kind of just fall in the background. Okay, well, there it is. That's what it is. Well, our next guest is, this is my homie right here. I am so proud of this brother right here. He's a leading actor in Hollywood, starring in television sitcoms like Whitney, Truth Be Told, Fam with Cheryl Lee Ralph, disjointed on Netflix with Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates, do you hear me? Uh, You've also seen him in movies like Little with Issa Rae and Regina Hall. Uh, He's a stand-up comedian with the hilarious Showtime special under his belt. And he's a Savannah State University graduate from the ATL. Everybody, this is Tone Bell. What up, brother? What's happening? What's happening? Can you hear me? What's good, man? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. We hear you. I feel like that zoomed in. Let me back out a little bit. There we go. Yeah. There we oh, go. There okay. we go. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, there, there we, we go. go. There we go. All right. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm good. I'm good. How y'all? How y'all feeling? Man, good, we're man. awesome, good. man. We're awesome, man. So so excited that you're with us, man. You're a Savannah State University graduate from Atlanta. You know, we we both got that in common too. Um, and you know what what I what I'm so proud of is for you is that you know I've watched your career. You know, like just you grind it out and people think that this whole acting business is easy. Bruh, like, please, like, enlighten people (laughs) on the whole world of acting, because I know you actually just like you're filming something right now. We could talk about that, too. But kind of shed light on that for everybody. 
I mean, it's, it's just one of those, man, it's one of those go hard all the time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I was, I was, even when I was in Savannah, you know, I was on stage and, and I was players by the sea and uh, uh, Dr. Stevenson and just uh, Professor Belay came in at the end uh, between my roommates and everybody else that, that was uh, in players by the sea. Just, you know, it's one of those, they really inspire you to keep going. And we, you know, it's a lot of us have the dreams and, and you sacrifice, you got to sacrifice. It's, it's, Sometimes people don't hear from me as much as they want to. I don't get a chance to talk to people as much as I want to, but it's just, I know that everybody's like, even if I don't get a chance to say hello, everybody's like, yo, man, just keep grinding, keep doing your thing, man. Cause I I think I moved I moved to Dallas in 07. So I started doing stand up there, but Atlanta wasn't what it is now back then. You know, like, you know, mm-hmm. Tyler Perry Studios wasn't up yet and Will Packer wasn't shooting four movies a year in Atlanta yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it wasn't, it wasn't that yet. And so, um, but yeah, man, five years of doing stand up and like traveling and everything, move out to LA in 11. And I mean, it's been, I, my foot has been, it's, you know what? Th- this right now, right now, the last seven months, the first break I've taken. Really? Wow. Since I moved out here. I mean, like, I, it's crazy to say, but I, I you know, I'm, I'm going to say look at God, but also, you know, luck and talent. But I booked my first thing three weeks being here. So from then it was like, I right, as possible. Mm-hmm. it's possible it's grind mode now like i don't have i don't have time for that i mean i start off that story you hear is is you know i'm i'm, I'm in that apartment two-bedroom apartment with four of the roommates and i'm sleeping on a cot i had an air mattress at one point then i got a I upgraded to a cot <laughs> 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 that shit like a gurney it like a gurney look like somebody <laughs> me down, take me to uh, urgent care it was i mean but it was like that was it was worth it it was worth it i'm like if i'm too comfortable i ain't gonna i ain't gonna grind yeah, so, but yeah, it's been a lot of you know networking and connections and just and, and uh, always trying to make sure that I get better and not sit around and and uh and uh because I think Will Smith said something on an interview I saw once he's like potential is the worst thing to have because mm-hmm. if you don't use it, it's going away, you know. So it's it's uh polo polo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tom, let me ask you something. So so with all that being said, what is your takeaway, though, from attending Savannah State University, like through, you know, your matriculation at Savannah State University? What was your big takeaway? Because you said you uh, had players by the sea with Dr. Stevenson, which I was in, too, uh, just like yourself, too. But what was just like your biggest takeaway? Like what life lessons did you learn from Savannah State? Man, Savannah State is such a uh, is. And I could probably say this for a lot of HBCUs, which I didn't go to, but I mean, I would say Savannah State as a whole, I would say it's such a family element. You know, it's, I mean, we really, we really embrace each other, you know, especially, especially years after, you know, you always have the college angst of certain things, but uh, I mean, cause we weren't even in the same years, but we ended up connected. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, even though you were a couple years ahead of me and then even some people that, that were behind me, it's, it, it's really a family feel. I mean, you know, you, you go to a homecoming, it don't matter if you graduated in 89, it don't matter if you graduated in, 07 it's like it's all love and like i mean you know it's that's the first time all right michael cuffy michael cuffy i need michael cuffy some love uh, <laughs> mike but, but you get a chance to 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 come back and people just embrace whatever generation you were a part of at savannah state and i mean you know you know we a hugging ass school we are we a hugging ass school we are we, I mean, we I are. Mean, before, before the, i mean but when you could hug remember when you could hug yeah I mean, it's like in every homecoming and every, you know, anytime there's an event, it's it's like I ain't, I could have just seen you in class. I'm going to see you in the cab in a minute. Am I hugging you anyway? I mean, it's a hugging right. ass. <laughs> and, and that's so true. And, and what's, what's also interesting about Savannah State, too, is that you might not know someone's name, 
but you still go up to them and you hug them. You know, it's just Absolutely. it's just that kind of camaraderie at Savannah State, and it's always like that. Like it's just and people it, it, Savannah gonna feed you, and they always gonna feed you, especially at homecoming. Always gonna feed you. Yeah, to somebody, it's like. You better come eat, or I'm taking you to get something to eat. I know what you like to eat. I mean, people will feed you. Yeah, they will, brother. They definitely will. Let me ask you something, bro. With all of the projects that you've worked on, I mean, you've done uh, amazing films. You've done great television shows. And you are now, you are literally like you are a leading man in Hollywood with the shows that you've done. And I know that that's a blessing for you. What's been your favorite show to work with, man? Well, your favorite show to work on. Oh man, uh, favorite show to work on. I mean, that's hard, man. They all of I love every cast I've been on, uh, and everybody. It's all it's all unique. It's all unique. I mean, you know, to to be. I mean, I saw me and Kathy text me and Kathy based text two days ago. I mean, we what we talk all the time, man. It's like it's that's you know, I go, I go over to the crib and we'll you know we'll have a drink or whatever. Like we'll she she dope, man. She dope. Um, Shirley Ralph is like mommy. My mom met her, and it was like my I had two moms hanging out. You know what I mean? Like so it's. I mean, every experience is just surreal. You know what I mean? I, ne I never want to get used to that, that like when I walk into the lot, when I got my badge and I, you know, I got my parking space and all like, I, I always wanted to seem new. So, I mean, every experience has been great, man. I, I, I work with so many talented people who have, even from the shows I've been on, gone off to do crazy things, you know? And and I mean, this this stuff that y'all haven't seen that I've shot that you'd be surprised who I've worked with. It's, it's nuts. I mean, I, I've hung out with Julia Roberts at a party. You know what I mean? I've, I've wow. you know, Angela Bassett, Touched my face one time and said, "I love you, beard." <laughs> I mean, the name dropped. your face after that. Oh, I was like, I was, I'm going to bed with these hands. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess probably the most shocking one is, I'm, I mean, I don't know. I just did. I, I'm in the new Billy Holiday uh, biopic, Lee Daniels directed. So um, that one is, I think. I mean, the 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 cast is unbelievable, and and uh, I would say that's. Cause that's just different from me. That's a different, you know, setting the set in the late forties, and and I got the, you know, the hair and the, the the you know smooth face with the pencil thin Italian mustache and all that. And, right. Um, working with Lee was was super interesting, and I and I, I didn't be, let's be a hundred. I didn't think I was gonna like it. What? <laughs> Hollywood rumor mill. I knew you were gonna say that. See, you're so see. That's why I like you because you keep it so one hundred. Yo, Hollywood rumor mill. Because you know you like you hear you hear stuff like Lee gonna yell at you. And you'd be like, well, yeah, he ain't gonna yell at me. And then, and then honestly, he yelled at me once. And then I made, I turned it and made a joke. And then we was cool ever since. It was amazing. I heard, I, I heard like, the same thing. I heard that he, he was really, I heard he that he was really, you. yeah, I heard that he was really, uh, he don't play, you know, like as far as like he goes off on people. That's what I always heard. I mean, he knows what he wants. Yeah. He sees it, he knows what he wants. And you can't, like, the same passion I have for don't yell at me is the same passion he has for this is why I'm yelling at you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and like I mean, and he yells out of out of praise and and uh, disappointment. <laughs> when when you get it, when you get exactly what he was looking for, you gonna hear about it. It's I mean, he telling everybody when he when he don't get what he going for, them same people gonna know you don't you ain't get it. So but, I mean, but he is. I mean, he pushes you, man. And so like that was a that was a great experience. That was a great experience. Uh, Kathy Bates, Kate Walsh. Uh, uh, Shirley Ralph, uh, uh, Dewanda Wise is one of the most unbelievable actors that I've worked I with. I love her, she, man. She's amazing. Uh, her husband's also, uh, we worked together. The new movie I got coming out uh, on Christmas, Sylvie's Love. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tessa Thompson, she's amazing. Evelyn Gloria plays my wife in that one, like, she's dope. 
Mm. Um, yeah, man, it's been it's been it's too many people to choose from that I'm fans of. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I've hung out with Chappelle. I've I've uh uh I was gonna say Chris Rock. I've seen Chris Rock. I've been in a room with him. We ain't never chopped it up though. Um but yeah, I mean just like it's is sometimes you just want to like sit in the back, be a fly on the wall and soak in this information and be invited to the table. So once you get to the table, it's like, all right, man, I'm not gonna act like I don't know how to eat. Yeah, no doubt. That was a question from uh Polo. He said, Are you in touch with Deep? If so, how's the brother doing? Man, we talked about uh yes, I am uh but you know Polo's always been elusive. So I mean we probably talked about two months ago, but we hop on the phone every, you know, once a quarter, I'll say. Mm-hmm. His number change a lot. His number change a lot. Who is deep, by the way? Uh Mike Biggs. Mike Biggs. He's, he's my first roommate when I got to my first year, he's my roommate. And then and after that, Chris Corinthian. You remember Chris Corinthian? Yes. Oh, but yeah, I know Chris. We all, we all ran together, yeah. Oh, Mike Biggs. Okay, now I know. Okay, yeah. Not yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, what man. Man, Tom, we really appreciate you being on the show this yeah, evening. Man. So, so t- wait. So, I know you got you just talked about a couple of the projects that are coming up. Uh, is there anything else that we really need to be like keep our eyes and ears open for? What can you talk about this project that you're shooting right now? Uh, so, I just I'm uh, actually got a show coming up, a uh, virtual show. It's a live slash virtual show coming up. Uh, Kev on stage. It's uh, the keep keep your I think it's keep your distance comedy show. So, on next mm-hmm. Friday the twenty third. And uh, that's we so we just shot a bunch of sketches for that this morning. But I'm also in pre-production for a new ABC show called Work Wife with Angelique Cabral, um, and uh, so that'll be on ABC. Uh, the uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh man, let me go ahead and drop this. I uh, I've been working since you know everybody's pivoting right now. Everybody's trying to you know what you were doing is not the same you know, exactly the same as what you were doing. So yeah, uh, there's a, a pretty dope studio I've been working with called In Crowd. So I got a bunch of shows running over there. So check that out. You can see it on my either on my Instagram page or uh, uh, go to In Crowd, In Crowd Comedy on Instagram or whatever. But it's been um, working with them. And then I got two movies coming out. One in Actually, oh, I got two holidays coming out. I got Christmas, Sylvie's, Sylvie's Love Drops on Christmas Day. And then um, um, I want to say Valentine's Day is when the Billy Billy Holiday versus the USA, USA versus Billy Holiday um, comes out. Mm-hmm. The lead actor directed. So, yeah, man, I mean, I'll be back on tour. I was in Dallas a few weeks ago on stage or whatever. So, you know, I'm trying to go to these places I feel comfortable, uh, trying to be cautious and not paranoid, you know what I mean, take care of myself but not uh, not lose a spark. So, yeah. Yeah, man. But yes, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm all man. I'm always doing something. I hear you, man. Well, we're super proud of you, man. You are a true example of the Savannah State motto. You can get anywhere from here, man. You are. What's up, Tiffany? I see you over there, too. Uh, but yeah, man, like we are truly proud of you, brother. So I can be there at homecoming spirit. It tastes so good. Tingles the lips. <laughs> what kind of beer is that, man? Man, I got a uh, man. One of my boys left this over here. We was watching the game on Sunday. It's a um, Golden Road Wolf Pup Session IPA. It ain't bad. It ain't. I didn't buy it. Okay. Yeah, that sounds expensive. If, if, I, if I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't buy this year. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta afford it though. Was you gotta afford it. Was it supposed to be clean? You said what? Was I supposed to be clean? No, no. No, you. No, you okay. Good. Well, fuck it. Yeah, you cuss. <laughs> mm, mm. 
It tastes so good. This, this, everybody, this is the homie told Bill. Uh, brother, <laughs> let me ask you are, you, are you hanging out? Like, we got just a little bit more time left. You want to hang out? Can we get everybody uh, on? I, I can hang out for maybe five. I, I do actually got to run to the studio now. We, we got a show happening right now. And actually, anybody listening, anybody right now that's listening, uh, I'm inviting you. If you hit me up on Instagram, I, I do not have Facebook Messenger. But, you know, I do not have Facebook Messenger. But if you're at home on a, on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and you see, I got a comedy show coming up, and I'm not always on them, but uh, it's a dope one every Wednesday. Hit me up, hit me up, ask me for the link. I will send it out to you. Uh, I'll get you a VIP ticket, but just come through, man. I'd love for you to support and just check out what we're doing. So, this is family right here. So, like, hit me up, and that uh, you see my social, DM me. I will drop you a link. Uh, but yeah, I can hang out for a second, but I do have to go over there. I got actually a new you, segment for KTLA. No, that's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, we good, yeah. man. We good. Man. I'm we saying, good. I can now y'all trying to put me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, we need some more band room. <laughs> oh, y'all didn't really want me to say it. Was like, it was like you want to ride? Y'all didn't want me to say no. <laughs> Everybody, this is the homie Tone Bell, brother. Thank you so much for your time, man. We yes, love sir. you, man. Savannah State loves you, and we are proud of you, bro. Hey, man, I love my SSU. Y'all boys be good. And uh, yes, what's up to all the guests at homecoming? Homecoming. Yes, later, later, y'all. Thanks, bro. Tone bell, man. That was good, right? Yeah. Yeah. He used to be a teacher, right? Now um he's when he when he left SSU, he started off as, as a teacher. So it's weird to kind of start off um in the well, I guess uh teaching first grade. Uh you'll really stay there long. Like if you stay in first grade long, you meant to be a teacher, but right. Yeah. Tone was like, no, nah, I, I ain't with it. You you know he was definitely wasn't with it, man. But he's an awesome dude, man. Great spirit. And again, man, we are truly proud of him. Uh okay, so oh, we got, got another uh, person who has an educational background as well. Um, educational consultant. I love the segue. I'm smart. That's what I do. I I'm here to help you look good in front no, of you your have, water. You actually you actually learned all that from me doing radio when we did radio back in the early two thousands together in radio. So everything that you know, you actually learned it from me. Oh yeah, well you you are about twenty five years older than me, so I do appreciate your mentorship. All right, everybody. Up next, our next guest. Don't forget to please donate to Savannah State University because that's what this is all about. Yes, donate sir. to Savannah State University. There will be links throughout the show that you can donate right under the screen, but we need to make sure that you donate to the illustrious Savannah State University as we bring on our final guest. And we're going to bring back Jennifer, too, because I know she's uh, with us, too. But uh, but before we bring back Jennifer, our next guest is nationally and globally known as Mr. I'm Possible. He's a dynamic motivational speaker, consultant, and a best-selling author that's, like I said earlier, appeared on game shows like Family Feud, Celebrity Name Game, even appeared on Showtime at the Apollo. He's a Savannah State graduate, proud father, a husband that is the recipient of the presidential Lifetime Achievement Award given by none other than President Barack Obama. And he has some great books out, ladies and gentlemen. This is the homie, my brother, Keith Preacher Brown. What's up, bro? What up, legendary, my little brother in the house. Sad lover, I'm seeing creative sad right there. Brother, look here, man. Don't come back on the show with that shirt on, man. Don't do that, brother. You, I'm, yeah, yeah, bro. Hey, look. Brother, <laughs> brother, 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 br
so proud to be on this platform, brother. I'm so proud of y'all, brother. Tony, Polo, Jordan, those are my nephews, man. Brother, man, y'all like my nephews. Y'all know what time it is. I'm just so excited to be here tonight. Look here, brother. Everybody Mad Podcast. Shout out, baby. Shout out. Producer said, and then you, brother. First of all, let me say, we proud of you, brother. You are legendary, legendary in media, radio. Now branching out to television, doing your thing, man. You are legendary, brother. And one of the things I want to correct, brother Bell, on. All right, I need to correct him. I know the brother had to go to the studio, but the brother was like, you know, um, he started out. He said. Uh, he was talking about I hung out with this person, I hung out with that person, Bassett. This person, no, they hung out with you. See, mm. we got to get that mentality. We have to change our mindset. There needs to be a mind shift that anybody, anybody who the creator connects you with, you are worthy. So you didn't hang out with them; they hung out with you. You hung out with each other. Do you understand? We have to have a shift in our mindset. So coming from the Savannah State College, then the Savannah State University. Look here, I'm not surprised by all of the excellence and the greatness in the studio. I'm not surprised by all of the excellence and the greatness that's on Facebook looking at us tonight. See, the problem is this. We can stay humble, but don't be surprised at all of the greatness. Don't be surprised at all of the excellence. That's why I'm known as Mr. I'm Possible, because we go from impossible to it's possible to I'm possible. And with him possible, I'm possible. So, brother, I'm not surprised at your greatness, brother. I'm not surprised as a matter of fact, I expect it. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate that. Let me tell you something. What's up? What's up? That's my sister. You know what? Let me let you do the interview, bro, because I'll be sending shout out all night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, the whole show going to be sick. I'm a former special ed student, so I don't need, you know, you know, just let ADD. What? I don't need to see all this going across the screen because then I want to holler at everybody, man. <laughs> I'm so excited, brother. Hey, brother, I really appreciate you being on the show. So we only have we have about like a good like uh, seven minutes left with you. All right. Yeah, so yeah. I definitely want to promote the fact that, well, first of all, just tell everybody briefly, how did Savannah State impact your life? everything. Savannah State impacted my life. It's legacy. It's legacy. Family members, I'm talking about from grandparents to parents, uncle and aunts, cousins, uh, my wife, my son. It's about legacy. Savannah State University is authentically our family HBCU. It's, it's authentically our family HBCU, and it's nothing but legacy. When you mentioned Dr. Stevenson, man, I was in the green room in tears because I was in Players by the Sea as well. I was the wow. SGA president, SGA president from 1989 through 1991, Omega Sci-Fi fraternity, you know, just uh, the concert choir, man, you name it. I did. I lived in Camilla. I lived in Camilla, started out in Bostic, lived in Camilla. I lived, and then my son ended up, in his freshman year, he ended up staying in my apartment in Camilla. I was like, Lord, don't let the walls talk. Lord, don't go. <laughs> baby. So, so Savannah State is rich, man. And I just believe, let me say this to all the tremendous trailblazing tigers out there. We have to 
continue to promote the narrative of how great our university is and that we are the descendants of greatness and we should not be surprised. Yes, be humble, but don't be surprised. This is what Richard Wright expected when he said, tell them we're rising. Tell them we're rising. 1890, man, this is what we do. This is what we do. This is who we are. We don't believe in good. We believe in great. Now, you know, brother, I got the G-O-O-D-J-O-B. Good job. Good job. Oh, at Savannah State University, we don't believe in good. We believe in great. It is just it, it is born in mind when you hit that campus. You got to know the alma mater, man, or they getting ready to kick you off the yard. Do you understand? So it's real from the cafeteria to financial aid. We are family and it's all about legacy. And that's what Savannah State University is all about. And that's why you need to be giving back. You need to be donating. You need to be giving back, giving back, sowing seeds into future generations who will attend this great institution of higher education. Man, let me tell you, I'm trying not to break down and cry, man, because you're such an amazing brother. Everything that you do, your energy is just it's it's just unbelievable, bro. I am I am so honored to have you as a mentor, as a brother, as an uncle, man. You are just an amazing brother, man. And man, man I'm, I'm getting emotional, man. This is brother, I thank God for you because you know the connection that we have, the connection that we share from uh women who who birthed us. Right. 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 All, all, all praises be all praises be to God for the life and legacy of your beautiful mother who ascended on high in heaven in the heavenly realm. She battled Alzheimer's disease. You know, my mom is battling Alzheimer's disease. And so, brother, this is the connection. And brother, I'm glad that you are letting those tears flow because real men cry. And one of the narratives that we have to stop saying in the black community is that real men don't cry. We need to allow our black boys to cry. We need to allow our black boys to express themselves because when they don't cry, then you have all of that pent up anger and then they don't become prospects, they become suspects. So just like you cried, brother, that's manhood. That's what real manhood is about. This is that HBCU love where I'm not going to laugh at you or ridicule you for crying. But I'm going to hug you. I'm going to hold you. I'm going to tell you that I love you. And I have no qualms about saying I love you. It does not minimize my manhood. It maximizes my manhood. This is what I'm talking about, brother. So let those yeah. tears go, brother. That's brother. love. I really and and thank you and and thank you so much because a lot of people out there that might not know that preacher actually gave the eulogy at my mother's funeral and was Ooh. so dynamic when I tell you said he blew everybody away and people were like I want him to speak at my eulogy that's just how good he was such a phenomenal speaker and I see why you received the award from President Obama. Briefly, Man. because we have four minutes left, okay. I want to talk about your books because you have some amazing books out there, some uh, inspiring books that everybody needs to know about. One of the books is called Talk is Expensive, Communicating Effectively to Expand Your Impact, Influence, and Income. And you also have two other books, Yeah, Possible yeah. Motivation and Education yeah. Transformation. Talk about those. Yeah, brother, real fast. But that talk is expensive. It's deep, man. That's the latest award winning book, because all of our lives we've been taught that talk is cheap. You know, we've been taught that actions speak louder than words and actions may speak louder than words, but it's the words that move people to action. So talk is expensive. When you are able to communicate effectively, you earn what you deserve, not what you want, not what you need, but what you deserve. If you learn how to network orally, if you learn how to articulate, look at what you brothers are doing. So talk is not cheap. Talk is expensive. We can look at 45 and see how expensive the talk is because of all of his negative talk. 
Over the last four years, our country is more divided than ever. Systemic racism that is, in, is at an all-time high. The knee on George Floyd's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. A barrage of bullets in Breonna Taylor's apartment to kill her. Talk is expensive. And that's why many were marching through the streets. And I appreciate all the marching and the protests. But I'm telling you now, up until November the 3rd, you better protest at the polls. No vote, no voice. We got to protest at the polls. So talk is expensive, brother. It's never cheap. It's expensive. Our words have power. Either your words will affect people or they will infect people. But the effect is profound. Talk is expensive. Absolutely. Keith Preacher Brown live with us right now. Sid, can you bring Jennifer back? Because I know she's been kind of holding on to Jennifer. There's my little sister. There's looking jubilant, Jennifer, my little sister. You understand? Look, watch this, watch this, because we only have a few minutes left. Jennifer, the J is for jubilant, the E is for empowered, the N is for navigator, the N is for nurturer, the I is for innovator, the F is for fabulously favored, the E is for empowered, and the R is for regal. Boom! That's what special ed can do. That's what Savannah State University can do for you. You know what I'm talking about. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, everybody, we are running short on time, but I just want to thank all of our guests, Mr. Tepford, again, Tone Bell, of course, Anthony David, Keith Preacher Brown, Jennifer Bishop. This has been an amazing show. Everybody, don't forget to make sure that you uh, vote because early voting is going on right now. And also make sure that you donate back to Savannah State University. Coming up next, we have SSU's favorite homecoming moments with host tonight, Kay Bocci. You know him from Love and Hip Hop. He's also uh, from Atlanta and a graduate of Savannah State University. Then tomorrow at 6 p.m. is the virtually amazing homecoming vendor tailgate with former Miss SSU, Miss Lisa Campbell. Then the digital vibes party at 8 o'clock. You can follow the SSU virtually amazing homecoming page for a list of the virtual programming schedule and the IG page at SSUBACH. SSU's model, of course, everybody knows you can get anywhere from here. Anywhere. I'm saying lover. Uh, Jennifer, do you want to have a closing thought? Most importantly, get out to vote. We have, we, we cannot remain silent at this time. Um, Preacher, I love you, bruh. There are so many stories I can tell about you right now. Uh, there's one that comes to mind, but you, you are amazing, Kenya. I am, uh, j- just quickly, one thing about Savannah State I will say is that my mother passed while I was attending Savannah State. And one of the most amazing things was that those same people who I uh, experienced that grief with were the same people who enveloped me so that I can come back and finish my education. And so that's something that Savannah State does. So I don't care if it was while you were in school or while you, since you've been out of school, it doesn't matter. We're still family. We will always be there for each other. So I'll continue to pray for you. You pray for me. I'm preaching, I'm praying for you. Um, but we will get through this. And this is what Savannah State does. We are family from, from, from the beginning to the end. That's how we ride. So, uh, you know, we're just going to keep doing what we do. Um, homecoming is every day when we need each other. And, and I, I am so thankful that Savannah State um, brought a, a, a tremendous, not only helped give me life, but made me uh, be able to identify my life and, and give back. Make sure we give to Savannah State Foundation. No doubt. No doubt, everybody. With that being said, this is the Everybody Mad Live podcast. We'll check you all out. Same time, same place next week, 8 p.m. Thursday. Stay blessed.